conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion... Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast where, after being told that if you get together, he will maim you, he will kill you, he will suck your blood, we respond with, oh my god, he wants to dick me down. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always, recently back from vacation, it's Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? Dan, I hate to say it, it wasn't actually vacation, it was a work trip. Work trips are just vacations you get paid for because you don't do the work that you're supposed to do there and then you rush to get it finished on the flight back. <laughs> no, I did end up working a lot, actually. I got overtime on this trip. Oh, wow. From how much I worked. But it's because we had an event while we were down there. So I got to go to downtown Disney, now known as Disney Springs, though mm-hmm. I was in Orlando in case that wasn't obvious. However, on the way home, we got trapped in Miami. Did I tell you this? Oops, Pitbull there? I wish everything said 305 and I was like, I haven't seen Pitbull a single time. I know, you know, I was really struggling actually because of our, uh, we had to stay overnight in Miami an extra day because our plane left early before we got to the terminal. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'd be feeling sad for myself here at 430 in the morning, but I know Pitbull's been there, done that. So I'm not too worried about it. Did you picture him? I did. I manifested Pitbull. With the Kodak? Oh my fucking god. I can't believe I fucking <laughs> fell for that. Anyway. I mean, Miami was cool. Their airport's really kitschy. They've yeah. got sculptures. Have you been to the Miami airport? I was in the Miami airport uh, about a month and a half ago. Okay. Because I was in Florida for my dad's birthday. We did like a family trip to the Keys. Ooh. Okay. His, it was his 60th birthday. Um, it's kind of a cute airport, right? It is a cute airport. Um, mm-hmm. I only ex- I didn't get to experience it in its full glory of people yelling that they aren't allowed to go on flights because they have freedom of choice. Damn it! Oh God, I'm so glad that didn't Did you happen. see anyone like that? No, thank God that didn't happen on any of our flights. I would have. I would have cried. I'd have been. I'm. I'm done. They made an announcement though. They were like, "If you do not comply with putting the mask on, we will throw you off the plane." And I was like, "Holy shit!" In midair. Literally, I wish. No, I think they probably <laughs> would have. I don't know what they would have done. But rest assured, I had my KN95 on my face. Good while to go. I napped. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I keep a bandana because I like to i don't know where i'm going with this i don't i okay. wear an actual mask i had no idea I, the words came out and then i had no idea what to do that's okay i've been there so is pitbull uh so <laughs> the movie that we're talking about today is the defining film and book franchise of my late childhood early teen dumb and my just say. plain teens it is Twilight. Oh. Uh, 
let it be known, I told my mom that we were covering this, and she goes, ugh. And I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> she, when I, so I was huge into Twilight when it was out, right? Not surprising. Out. Not at all surprising. I know. I, I mentioned this last episode, I think, but do you know what team I was? You were team her dad and the rule of law. No. No, you were team Jacob. Thank you yes. for put some respect on my name. Absolutely. I was Team Jacob. Um, I don't know if the I'm assuming the cards will still play out that way as an adult because of the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But I was already thirsting for our pats in this movie and I couldn't believe it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, let it be known when I read the books. So I really like werewolves. They're like one of my favorite scary monsters. Okay. And um, not really a vampire girl because I think it's the whole I don't like blood thing. But when I was little, I was not really into reading, and I decided I wanted to read all these books after I saw this movie in theaters, and my mom was When you so... were little. I was in eighth grade. You were 14 years old. 13, but yes. <laughs> just just wanted, to, wanted to point that out. I was littler than I am now. That was 13 years ago. That was half your life ago. Oh, God. This is a diff... Half... <laughs> God, a defining <laughs> moment. Oh, it was the spring of my eighth grade year, of my thirteenth wow. year. <laughs> oh. So anyway, you you wanted to oh. read all the books. Yeah, I wanted to read all the books. I wasn't really huge into reading. I I had gone on the record and said I hated reading. Mm. Um, and I decided to read all these, and I actually did. I read all of them, and my mom was so excited because getting me to read was like pulling teeth, and she loves reading, and she was a teacher. She's like so excited that I wanted to read anything. She's like, I'm going to read it with you. She read like five pages of this book and was like, absolutely not. I can't do it, my dude. (laughs) I had a very similar experience to your mom. No, Dan. One day I was chilling at the library like all cool kids do. I was probably in eighth grade or freshman year of high school or something. And they had a copy of Twilight out. So I was like, I'm going to start reading it. I didn't even get five pages in. I got two pages in. And I was like, this is boring. She's just talking about the weather. I don't care about the weather. Goodbye. And then I went and I read like Fight Club or something. So that makes me worse. Oh my God, that is worse. Well, you missed out. I'd also like to say I was at the time 14, Mm -hmm. 15 when I was doing that. Um, I am not the, the, the evolved man that I grew into. I was a, I was a stupid teenage Boy and With girls no were icky. Romance was gross. Yes. Uh, not that I'm saying that any of this is romance, but no, just, no, just, just to put you in the mindset. Um, this wasn't your first time seeing Twilight. This though, right? was the only scene I had seen before what? was the baseball scene. This was what? This was my first time watching any of the films aside from baseball. Dan, I wanted to reminisce and be like, oh, when I was little, I thought this was so cool. And now as an adult, I'm like, how tacky. But you are, you can't experience that. You can still do that. Okay, I'm gonna. Please do. I would, I'd love to hear it. I can pretend. I can lie. Because let me tell you, the first time I saw this movie was in theaters. And when I left the theater, I was a changed woman. I'm sure you were. I entered the theater a girl and left a woman. 
Edward, you made me a woman. Today, <laughs> ew. <laughs> Today at work, I told my boss that Twilight ended bullying in eighth grade at my school because a group of girls who normally would never hang out together went and saw the movie together with no judgment. We all oh just loved gosh. Twilight. Oh my gosh. Twilight is what the UN strives to be. Don't tell Stephanie Meyer. I think it would go right to her head. <laughs> um, so, yes, this was my first time watching it. Wow. It was an experience. But Twilight, <sighs> released in 2008, directed by Catherine Hardwick, written by Melissa Rosenberg, based on, of course, Twilight by Stephanie Meyer, starring mm-hmm. Kristen oh. Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Peter Facinelli? Sure. Elizabeth Reeser, Ashley Green, blah, 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 and Taylor Lautner. Kellen Lutz, Taylor Lautner? Are you kidding me? And Anna also, Kendrick? Anna Kendrick. You got me fucked up that you didn't say all these names, bitch. You got me so fucked up right now, Dan. Fine. I'll go through the whole cast. Thank you. Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Peter Facinelli, Elizabeth Reeser, Ashley Green, Kellen Lutz, Nikki Reed, Jackson Rathbone, Billy Burke, Cam Gigandit, sure. Rachel Lefebvre, Edie Gathegi. This is a test I, of I think my it's Cam G- Gignit or something. It was something weird. G- Cam... Gigande? I don't know. He Christian was in. Saratos, Michael Welch, Anna Kendrick, Gregory Tyree Boyce, mm-hmm. Justin Chan, Solomon mm-hmm. Trimble, Chris Hyatt, Gil Birmingham, Matt Bushel. Jose okay. Zuniga, Ned you Bellamy, Ariana now. Berkshire, Katie Powers, and Trish Egan as Miss Cope. Oh, God. It's like you read from my yearbook. Those <laughs> names, it's all flooding back. You were a fool if you didn't have a poster of Kellen Lutz, Jason Rathbone, Cam Gignett, uh Taylor Lautner, Robert Pattinson on your wall. Mm. You were, or Carlisle, TBH, he is fine. Carl, but if you I, didn't have one of those men on your wall, you didn't grow up when I grew up, okay? okay. <laughs> you couldn't call yourself a straight girl in the late aughts. <sighs> anyway, uh, released on November 21st, 2008, right in mm-hmm. time to be thankful. Right in time to be thankful for the end of bullying brought on by Twilight. <laughs> With a budget of $37 million, it made $407.1 million at the box nice. office. That's insane. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 49% approval rating. <laughs> Having lost much of its bite transitioning to the big screen, Twilight will please devoted fans, but do little for the uninitiated. May I just say the soundtrack still hits. It does, and yeah. I'm very, I'm, I am actually upset with how the soundtrack is used. Okay, but before I just I like go, the soundtrack, period. Roger Ebert, two and a half stars, I <gasps> saw it at a sneak preview. Last time I saw a movie in that same theater, the audience welcomed it as an opportunity to catch up on gossip, texting, and laughing at private jokes. This time, the audience was wrapped with attention. Was Not really a, a review. He was in a theater with teens, that's why. Yeah. I remember, Um, excuse me, sorry, I burped. I remember, I know obviously we're talking about Twilight today, but when I, when I saw New Moon in the theater, maybe mm -hmm. it was Eclipse, 
somebody behind me had the audacity to put their foot on my chair during the movie, and I turned around and I was like, get your foot off my chair, I'm trying to enjoy this new Twilight movie. <laughs> Have I told you about the time that I put my foot on someone's head? Were you perchance at a Twilight movie showing in Greenfield, Wisconsin? <laughs> I was at Inception. <gasps> I in, love Inception. I do too, great movie, in Evanston, mm. Illinois. Mm. Um it was in an IMAX theater, so it was oh. really, really steep stadium seating. Yeah, so, like, the person in front nervous. of you. So I was sitting, and I had my legs crossed, and I have, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm what the teens call a lengthy boy. So, you are lanky. Yeah. So my legs are long, and I was wearing, I think, Crocs at the time. Oh, God. And there was a bald man in front of me. And at one point, I guess my foot drifted. And landed on his head and stayed there for more than a moment. And he slowly turned around and stared at me while my foot was somehow still on his head. And said like he was going to murder me. (laughs) Get your foot off my head. That's funny as hell though. Twelve-year-old me had never been more scared in his oh life. Oh my god, you were twelve! You were a little peanut! <laughs> and it was like an hour into the movie, so not even <laughs> That's halfway. That's a long movie. You had a lot of time to still be in the same room with him. Right behind him, thinking he's just gonna pounce on me. Oh god, he could have turned at any moment. There's so many action scenes in that movie, your screams would have been covered by gunplay. <laughs> um, luckily... No more interactions with that. I did apologize right afterwards. That's but good. he got up and left the movie theater before I did. Were you with your family? It was just me and my brother. My oh, the rest oh. of my family was seeing a different movie. Oh my god. So if you ever if you are the person I put my foot on their head, um you heard my apology back then. Get oh my it. god, Dan. It's been 12 years. You might yes. be dead now. I don't know. Ah! <laughs> uh, so anyway, my, my point that I had about the soundtrack is I knew that Decode by Paramore was on the soundtrack. And I, I thought love that was song. for New Moon. No, it's for this. And I was waiting for oh, it yeah. the whole it's time. Really nice. I was like, oh, great. It's going to be in some scene. It's not going to be pivotal or anything, but there's a lot of like mm-hmm. transitional scenes of them driving or whatever. And I'm like, great. I'll get a mm-hmm. nice Paramore break where something enjoyable in the movie is happening. Mm-mm. It'll be wonderful. And then nothing. Got super no. massive black hole in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome. <laughs> the, welcome, Muse. There was that Iron and Wine song that they used at the oh, prom, which was nice. That song, I love that song. And then, I actually have it stuck in my head right now. The, the credits surprisingly start rolling the mm-hmm. credits are a jump scare in themselves <laughs> no they're not why they, they happen in the middle of a scene Have they just start when she's like staring at them it ends um, with prom so and then i'm like okay so maybe it'll be the credit song a radiohead song starts playing and i'm mm-hmm. like no this is wrong maybe it'll be the one when the credits actually fully start rolling Screen gets to black. It's where the credits fully start rolling. And for the first time in my entire life, I am disappointed to hear Linkin Park. Well, Why is Leave Out All the Rest playing? 
Was I singing all of it? Yes. I Did I know all the words, even though it was like a cut down version and I could still figure out when the transitions to the like bridge and stuff were? Yes. Mm-hmm. Was I still waiting for decode? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had to wait until like four minutes into the credits to get my Paramore song. Yeah. It started playing and I was like, how did we get here? How did we get here? I used to know you so well. Mm, this song goes hard. It does. Um, it made the credits my favorite part of the movie, which was Oh, no, Dan. My favorite part of the movie is the, is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> Mine is, uh, it's uh, the fluorescence. <laughs> Gage and I were talking about how with the new Batman movie coming out, congrats, R-Pats. Yes. How um, people are so quick to judge R-Pats and his acting skills because of this movie. Mm-hmm. People assume he's a bad actor, when in reality he's a very talented and gifted actor. He is. If you've seen Good Time, he's incredible yeah. in that. Is that the one where he plays um the... He robs people. Yes, he robs yeah. a bank with his brother. I like the one where he plays Salvador Dali, and it tells a story of um, Salvador Dali's romantic, or quote unquote, seemingly romantic relationship with Lorca, the playwright, um, and what it There's was like a, for them. A, wait, forgive me for being uncultured. The playwright's name is Lorca. No, his his first name is um I think it's Because that's a fake name that I would make up when I can't come up with anything. No, his real name's Frederico, but his last name is Lorca. Mm. Frederico Garcia Lorca. I've never heard of this movie. Uh it's called Little Ashes, I think. Do you I remember the nine eleven movie he was in? Yeah, I do. Uh, what was that movie called? That's Remember not Me, because Never Forgets Two on the Nose. You're right, Remember Me, but he was also in Water for Elephants, wasn't he? Yeah, and that's about Carnival 9-11. Yeah. This is uh, Little, Little Ashes, where he plays Salvador Dali. Mm-hmm. And he and... Uh, oh, sorry, here it says that Lorca's a renowned poet. Mm. But he and Frederico Garcia Lorca... Find their artistic and sexual freedom. Ooh. They were gay. And <laughs> I, gathered I much. A, in college, I watched this movie. There was a scene, and I cannot begin to tell you how sad and simultaneously uncomfortable it is to watch a sex scene in a college class. <laughs> Yeah. But the sad part is that in that scene, Dali, Robert Pattinson, is having sex with a woman while Lorca watches on. Mm, because okay. they w- And they like make eye contact because they want to be together, but because of the time, they can't. they can't. Go watch Little Ashes. It's actually a really good movie. And Robert Pattinson's in it. And, you know, he gets such a bad rap because of fucking <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> I feel like the, the, the cultural opinion of both him and Kristen Stewart has passed where mm-hmm. I think they're they are both seen as good actors very talented actors now yes. versus at the time because I don't know if you know this but they both hated being in these movies yes I was telling my co-worker I was like you know Robert Pattinson wishes he hadn't done Twilight yeah yes 
Meanwhile, Taylor Lautner, grand old time. Oh, you want to know why it was a grand old time for Taylor Lautner? During these movies, he was the highest paid male actor in America. That's crazy. Yeah. That's absurd. So, he was, you know, he was having a great time. Considering he wasn't even the male lead. He was, like, Truly. supporting. Um, let's get into it. Also, I'm looking at what the yes. theatrical release poster is on Wikipedia, and it is creepy as hell. Is it the one of um, Bella and Edward it, holding each other, and they're in the middle of a field, and then no, everybody no, else? No, 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 no. It's there. It's just, like, the, the shoulders up of them, and Bella is looking at the camera, while Edward is, like, grabbing her shoulders and also looking at the camera. Very upsetting. Like most of the movie. Anyway. I'm looking at the poster right now. 17-year-old Bella oh. Swan. You didn't have that poster hanging up in your bedroom? Weird flex. Okay, no, Bella Swan. I had, I had a poster of Samus from Metroid in full armor because I'm not a simp. Thank you. <sighs> I have to tell you, uh, I did make my first Hot Topic trip ever in my life when this movie came out. Wow. To buy a Twilight shirt. And um, I'll tell you what the shirt said when we get to that part of the movie. Okay, let's go, Dan. Here I we wish go. Th- I wish this was either New Moon or Eclipse because I really want the shirt to say, Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> uh, so, the palest girl in Arizona yes. leaves Arizona to go and spend time with her dad, the chief of police of Forks, Washington, on the Olympic Peninsula. In Washington State. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is somewhat estranged from him, and her mom <laughs> is dating a minor league baseball player, uh, and they are going on a road trip for spring training, and I don't care. We don't need any of this setup. They don't Maybe matter. You don't care. What? Uh, okay. Continue. I will continue. Um, <sighs> so she hasn't seen her dad in several years. Uh, but like any father who hasn't seen his daughter in a while, he gives her a car in a way I to buy mean, her love. From his friend who fixes up cars. Yes. The father. Who fixed up the car, Dan? The father of Jacob, Jacob. whose name I am not remembering right now. Uh, Jacob's dad. Yes. Billy. That's what I call him. His no, name Billy is, Billy is Bella's Black. dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think. So, she, Bella, remembers making mud pies with Jacob. How cute. Mm. It's like, great. make a mud pie with Jacob. Ew. Ew. I loved Taylor Lautner when I was younger. Um, So, she's looking forward to having a friend in high school. But no, he goes to school on the reservation. She's not going to go anyone there. She's going to be the weird girl. Because Jacob is Native American. That's, like, surprisingly important to the story. Yes. In case you were curious. Um, so, first day of school, Bella is befriended by Eric Yorkie. Cutie pie and a half. Is he? He's kind of annoying, but... I like him because I... There was these YouTube channels that I used to watch mm-hmm. when I was a, a kid, and he was on them. He was really? One of the, yeah. So, do you remember uh, Nigahiga? Oh, shoot. Was he on Nigahiga? That wasn't him. No, though. he wasn't, but... People that he did stuff with, did stuff with him. Because that with was Justin Chan. Yeah, because was that guy's name Ryan Higa? Ryan Higa, yes. I remember him being hot. 
He still is hot. Ryan Higa? Oh, she's Googling. How uh, did you know? <laughs> I saw your fingers move. I'm looking him up. Uh, so, he introduces her to some other students, uh, including, surprise, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Update, he is still hot. Thank you. Yes. Well, he was like 18 when he was doing that. Now he's like 33, so... I guess, I yeah, we're still, still all in the same age range. Like, it's still appropriate that I think he's hot. Yeah. I've told you, you knew who my, like, middle school crush was, right? No. It was Bella Thorne. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, is that my greatest shame? It might be. Gage still thinks she's hot. It's okay. Mm, well, you know, Gage can't defend himself, so I'm going to say <laughs> wrong. Gage thinks redheads are hot, which is weird because he's dating me, so there's that. You dyed your hair with Kool-Aid before. Not with Kool-Aid. That's bad for you, but yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize dyeing your hair with sugar drink would be bad any for worse hair. for you than just drinking Kool-Aid. Okay, no, it's bad for your hair. It doesn't affect you on You the cut inside. it off! You only dye, like, your ponytail and then you snip it off. No harm, no foul. Oh my god, Dan. I'm not letting you near your child's hair ever. Oh, you shouldn't. You okay. shouldn't. Anyway. Uh, so, so far, everything seems cool at school. She's making friends. They're playing with her like the new toy on Christmas. Oh, God, paraphrase. that line that Anna Kendrick says about her being a new toy makes me want to cringe and throw up at the same time. Um, everybody is dressed in peak 2008. It's nothing but Ed Hardy mm -hmm. everywhere. I wish. Um, and suddenly, lock eyes from across the room with a shiny pale boy. Someone as pale as her, Edward well, like, Cullen. The thing about it is that he's got four siblings and they're both like they're each of them paired off into couples. Yes, let's not let's not skim over that. That's Dan. true. They're all adopted. They're all the mm -hmm. adopted foster children of Dr. Carlisle Cullen and his <sighs> wife Esme. A name which feels like it's missing a little ren at the beginning. Um, Esme. Alice and Emmett and then Rosalie and Jasper paired mm -hmm. off together. Kids making out with each other like any good family. Jasper, who always looks like he's in pain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Edward cannot stop scowling at Bella as soon as he sees her. And then they get paired up in science class. And while they're paired... When, first off, when she walks into science class, she walks past a fan, which is blowing air directly at Edward. <laughs> it's not even summer. And he reacts like he creams his jeans. <laughs> he looks like he's gonna throw up. God, Gage. <laughs> Gage made like the same face when we were. He gasped actually during this point, and I laughed so hard we had to pause the movie. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but it was so funny to me. Oh my God. There was an interview that Robert Pattinson did with Vanity Fair or GQ or something where he was talking about this, mm -hmm. and this was on like the first or second day of filming. And after oh, they God. filmed this uh -huh. scene and one other scene, his agent came up to mm -hmm. him and whispered in his ear and was like, stop acting like that. They're gonna fire you. Act normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic, though. They're gonna fire 
dare you? <laughs> Meanwhile, his career blossomed. Well, he changed how he was performing. He's Edward is a lot less creepy in most other scenes than he is in this specific one. He is I like, guess, yeah. I want to know what the other scene was that they started off with. Yeah, I'm not sure what it, I thought it was another one in the school, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're lab partners, uh, but he can't make it. He he storms out the door when the bell rings. And Bella's like, what did I do? But also, I love him immediately. Why? He's not even cute in that scene. He looks psychotic. You know, um, I once heard anonymously when I worked for uh, student media at mm-hmm. Marquette um, mm-hmm. that one person thought that I was mean. Was it me? No, I don't know who it was. But okay. for the rest of my time working there, I made it my goal to figure out who that was and try to convince them that I'm not mean. So I get Bell- what Bella's doing. I never accomplished that goal, though. Well, Dan. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> no to words you about of advice. That. No, I, I really. That, you know, that I'm glad you tried to write that wrong, but. If only one person here thinks you're mean, that's, I don't know. I don't know. If they don't like me for other reasons, I would say that's fine. It's not. I need to be liked by everyone. But, like, I don't think, I try not to be mean. I don't like mean people. It is my goal to not, my only, I only want to be mean to Gage. Because he's a coward. that's fair. He's asleep right now. That's why I was just pulling my headband, or my earphones off. Because I was like, is he really sleeping? For the record, it's barely 8 o'clock right now. Like, He's barely. living the dream. Mm-hmm. He's, He's living something. my dream. He's something. So, she overhears him trying to transfer out of biology. Um, oh. Which is a, a bit of an extreme reaction from More than from her, a bit. From her I feel perspective. Like it's, yeah. She tries to, like, fight him down. Yeah. The next day, she's like, okay, I'll confront him. I'll see what's going on. But he doesn't show up. He's not there. To quote Train, you're not there. Why doesn't she just assume he's sick? She, like, automatically assumes it's about her. Bit, how do you know he just isn't feeling well? You don't. As if if you don't assume the reason why somebody's gone if they're upset with you is because of you. I guess, but my my rational brain says, why didn't you just assume he was sick first? I want you to draw a diagram of the size of your rational brain in comparison to the size of your emotional brain. It's not big. It's very small, Dan. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, So Edward does eventually return to school and he seems changed. His eyes are prettier. His eyes are prettier. He seems interested in her. I mean, the eyes thing can be explained by it's uh, the fluorescence <laughs> and sprinting away. <laughs> Naruto run yellow. down the hallway. Oh, my God. <laughs> I heard that those contacts really hurt to wear. Fun yeah. Um, which Kristen Stewart has to wear them, too. Yeah. Um, she also, it, trivia fact, she's wearing a wig during the whole movie. Yeah, it's a very obvious wig, TBH. Yeah. It's super obvious. <laughs> Because she didn't want to deal with do, having to do her hair or having them do her hair every day. Which Literally, all it. they did would be have to curl it a little. It's It looks pretty low maintenance, but right. go off, I guess. That's fine. In comparison to Anna Kendrick, who they forced to wear 
a headband in every scene, including oh, prom. God, and I'm like, no. Mm, 2008 is screaming. They give her alive. a huge bump in her hair, like the biggest beehive I've ever seen for that mm-hmm. prom scene. Oh. The but the jersey style, the bump it, all the rage at this point. True. Uh, so Edward and Bella, they get to talking. Um, he starts asking about whether or not she likes the cold in comparison to Phoenix. Um, the next day, Bella is going out to her truck. Uh, she makes eye contact with Edward, who was just staring at her, staring daggers at mm-hmm. her from across. This is important. Across the parking lot. Wait, did we skip over the this was the first time I dreamt of Edward Cullen? Did I think this is afterwards, but we might have. Um, we no. did. We skipped over. This is the first time I dreamt oh, of Edward Oh, no. Cullen. We got to jump back to Bella waking up in a cold sweat one night. Sees Edward in See- her room. Yes. But assumes it's a dream. Mm-hmm. Red flag after red flag. The man is a walking red flag. Okay. Back to Bella across the parking lot. I mean, I will say, every time I wake up and see a, a strange man who I'm crushing on in my room, mm-hmm. I assume it's a dream. And I've only been wrong, like, Four or five times. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I had a dream that a man I was crushing on was in my room, besides Gage, it would be Will Poulter, and I would, that is a, I would welcome him. Uh, you'd be rolling down his eyebrows. Sometimes I wonder what it would have been like if he had ended up playing Pennywise. I think you'd be more into him. I think I'd be extra into him. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So, speaking of into him, there's some dude who's, like, speeding through the high school parking lot. Yeah, he's supposed to be, like, one of Bella's core friends, but we've never heard this man's name in our life. Yeah. Um, and he, his car is out of control, and he's creening through the parking lot. Creening. Mm-hmm. Out of Tokyo control. drifting. Abs- absolutely. That is the mm-hmm. correct way to describe his actions. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bella's going to get crushed. Fight or flight, she freezes, like we all do. Um, But suddenly, Edward zooms across the lot, pulls Bella out of the way, and stops the car with his bare hand. I mean, go off, King. Bella's like, what what the, what the, I'm in love, but also, what, what, I'm, how did you do that? And Edward goes, adrenaline rush, you can Google it. Edward... (laughs) Edwards, for somebody who's had hundreds of years, not hundreds, I guess, he's only been around since 1918, mm-hmm. who's had almost 100 years of time to, like, practice this, he's really poopy at lying on the fly. <laughs> Did Edward fight in World War II? Did any of the Cullens? I mean, if he was born in 1918, he would have hmm. been 23 when or 24 when the u.s got involved i think because they're vampires he would have still looked like like they've always been passing off as or passing themselves off as well actually i was thinking one of them is a proud confederate soldier stop we don't need to talk about that yet (laughs) he's changing his ways okay (laughs) yeah sure not just a confederate soldier a proud How do you know soldier. all of this lore? If this is your first time watching the movies, explain yourself, Dan. I think you're a liar. 
I promise you I've never seen these movies before. Mm. But I've also spend or spent my free time reading Wikipedia pages. Hmm, so you Wikipedia... Because I was really popular in high school. All of Jackson Hale's backstory? Interesting. I remembered... Well, you combine the actor and the character. It's Jackson really? Rathbone as Jasper Hale. Oh, whoops. I don't, you know I, what I meant. Yeah, for some I'm reason, a... I remember Jackson Rathbone's name specifically. Because it's a weird name. Um, no offense. I, and I think it's because he was in the... Or he was the voice. No, he was Sokka in The Last Airbender, the live action one. Was he? Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, I didn't see it, though. I just I didn't either, that. but I knew that, because that's the one that has Dev Patel Dev in it, Patel right? Dev Patel in it, yeah. Mm-hmm. As Zuko. Right? Hot. Yeah, another hot guy. Yeah. He's so he is hot. hot. He is hot. Um, so, the next day, Bella asks Edward to be her date while these kids go surfing in, like, 40-degree weather. Yeah, it does not look fun. And where are they going to go surf, Dan? The reservation. Yes, they're going to La Push Beach. Yes, which stands for The Push Beach. Thank you. Thanks, um, Dan. Yeah, so when they get to the beach and are joined by Jacob and pals from the reservation, yep. uh, they learn that Edward is supposed to be Jacob's date, and they respond, the Cullens don't come here. And I'm like, it, it seems can... like the Cullens don't come anywhere. Thank you. Come on. It's a tale as old as time. Werewolf and vampire don't mix. That's all there is to it. This is just Romeo and Juliet. Truly it is. Don't tell Stephanie Meyer that. So Bella asks Jacob, what's that mean? And then he tells her a legend of, I, I know they pronounced it in the movie. Will Ute? Is that how it's pronounced? Quileute? 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 No, Quileute is a bad thing. Quileute is a drug. I'll say Native uh, American, because I don't want to mess this I up. Yeah, I don't remember, and I don't want to accidentally say Quileute again. I'm sorry to <laughs> Get everyone. Get the loons! Uh, uh, if you had asked me when I was in high school, I would have been able to tell you. I'm sure you would have been able to tell me the lore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You simple man. Oh, if you met me 13 years ago when I was in my Twilight Prime. If I had met you 13 years ago, I would have been 11. And I would have been 13. And I would have said, let me sit you down, young boy, to tell you all about Twilight. And I would have been like, ew, girls are gross. I'm 11. I want to go play Mario. That's fair. Actually, when I was 11, I was trying to be edgy and I wanted to play Call of Duty. Call oh, of Duty not was not, Call shooting Duty. games were not allowed in my household. So I'd have to go over to a friend's house to play it. Oh my god. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so the the Native American legend is that they are descended from wolves, while the Cullens are descended from an enemy clan. Mm -hmm. Um, We prefer the wolves. I mean, this is a wolf house. Um, God, I have so so much Twilight things to tell you. I'm sure you do. The the Cullens made a planned pact. That requires them to stay off the land in order for the Native Americans to keep it a secret where the Cullens mm-hmm. really are. Mm-hmm. The piece, Jacob calls yes. it, oh, you know, just an old story. Mm. Jacob, you simpleton. Yeah, That'll Bella, be changed for you soon, just like your haircut and body mass index. 
I have another piece of trivia about that, but I'll save can't that for wait. the next episode. Oh, um, dang. I can't wait to hear the Jacob trivia. So Bella thinks it's more than just a story. So she Googles it. And instead of clicking on the Wikipedia link, which is the first one, she instead scrolls down to find the bookstores in her area that have books about it, where she goes, she gets a book, she comes back, and she Googles the first term she sees. Literally, Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? You know what I'm saying? Have you, you're in Phoenix. They have computers there. She's in Forks. They might have one computer. There's one computer in Forks, and it's powered by spoons. Yeah, that is correct. Uh... So, she notices there is a bookstore in Port Angeles, which stands for Port Angels. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. Welcome back to the In Conclusion podcast this week, sponsored by Duolingo. Duolingo! Finish your practice, or the owl will kill you. The owl's going to come get our families if you don't lower (laughs) your voice. Uh, So, she goes along with Anna Kendrick and her other friend to try on prom dresses 2008. Just kind of yes. Yes. Those uh, are some chiffon dresses, if ever I've seen one. Sharpay Evans called. She wants her dress back. Truly. Um, so, after purchasing the books, she goes to a restaurant where they plan to meet for dinner. However, she gets stopped by... To quote this synopsis, four guys with no good on their minds. Are you serious? That's literally what it says. Okay, well let's just let's just be straightforward. They want to rape her. Rapey frat boys. Yeah, that's which is kind of a uh, self evident. You could just say frat boys. <laughs> oh, coming out with the hot stuff. Oh, I'm just saying, saying four boys with no good on their minds is like. No good could be, like, smoking in the bathroom or yeah. <laughs> shoplifting lightly. Not victimless good, but, crimes. you know, victimless, TBH. Uh, so, you know who has good on his mind? In Edward. his freaking silver Volvo. Do you know how right? bad I wanted a silver Volvo? Do you know how weird it is that the coolest guy in school drives a Volvo? He's just being safe, you know. When you were in high school, what was the car that everybody wanted? Like, a what silver was the... Volvo. Why okay. are you even asking? No, not you. I mean, I'm like... I'm serious. That's... I wish I was kidding. There's no way that's true. I'm dead serious. Do you not remember that Volvo used clips from this fucking movie to advertise their cars? No, I don't. They did. Look it up. I'm telling you. you... <laughs> I was playing over every single damn driving commercial. <laughs> I think I I I blocked that out. I didn't because every time that commercial came on, you know, I was jumping over the couch to see it. Mm -hmm. I wanted a silver Volvo so bad. And then my parents would be like, you want one because Edward drives. And I'd be like, no. Yes. Yes. Um, So Edward forces the guys to back off, pulls Bella in the car. Um, Which is still kind of scary if you ask me, but okay. They get to the diner. The girls have eaten. So Edward offers to get her some dinner and then drive back to Forks. I mean, uh, cool. Thanks, Edward. Yeah, right? Very nice. Um, they get a chance to talk privately. Uh, and, of course, Edward reveals he was following her. Creepy, gross, he's... disgusting, red flag. Uh, just picture anyone not super attractive saying, I was following you because I felt the need to protect you. 
I would throw them out. And I would throw out any handsome person that tried to do it, too. If Gage said to me he was following me, I'd be like, we need to reevaluate. Good. Um, mm-hmm. If Gage said he was following me, I'd be like, do it. Do it. Do it, you coward. Um, I really hope the people listening know that I don't actually hate Gage. Mm. I just dislike him because he's a fool. <laughs> don't dislike him either. <laughs> God, whatever rivalry you two have going on, I'll never understand, truly. There's a quick way to squash this beef. He just needs to get over himself and come on the podcast. He won't do it. He's stubborn. Uh, So, Edward also says that he can read everyone's mind, except for... Ellen's? I almost called her Ellen. No, except for Bella's. I would immediately think that that man is messed up. When he said that, did you tilt your head to the screen and go, read my mind? What am I? What does it say? No, I went, ugh. <laughs> I was not under Edward's spell. I just, I, if I had to choose a vampire, I probably, and to this day, probably would still choose Emmett. Okay. Because I love a good himbo. Um, I don't think I could choose Emmett because that's my brother's name. That's fair. That's I would, fair. I would probably choose Martin Freeman. Is he in it? Martin Sheen is in it. Martin Sheen's in this? In a later one? Yeah. Uh, he wears a I, black wig. Oh, yeah. I picked Martin Sheen. Mm. Uh, sorry, I wasn't thinking of Martin Sheen. I was thinking Martin Short. <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> I was like, Martin, Martin Short? But I was, I did mean Martin Sheen. Um, yes, Martin Sheen is in this. Ha, 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 ha. Every time you do it, it sounds like you're going to sing Bad Romance. That's whoa, Dan. And no, how does the Twilight start? That's not correct, Dan. Yeah, but it's st- the first four notes are the same. It's the same progression. Uh, 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 <laughs> versus, oh, 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 no, different. <laughs> it's the same progression. I won't accept it. Uh, so, Bella touches Edward's hand. It's cold. Look at the <gasps> dead body. Okay, again, pause, everyone. Pre-K pause. Uh-huh. I've met a lot of people who have cold hands. And a horse. Mm-hmm. That would not cause hands. me. That would not cause me to think that my newly met person of interest is a vampire. I, what if they're like ice cold? I would assume that they have poor circulation. Hmm. I guess I've never touched a dead person either, though, so I don't know the difference between a person with cold hands versus a dead person's hand. You and may saying? you never in the future. Thank you. I really hope I never do touch a dead person's hand. Uh, <sighs> so they go past... <laughs> what? I just remembered something that Gage and I got into an argument over yesterday, and it was how Bella and Edward ended up having Renesme in the first place if Edward is a vampire, so he shouldn't be able to uh, like shoot living sperms. To which, in the middle of yelling about it, I yelled, Her sister was a witch! <laughs> and it made me laugh again, so I just wanted you to share in that moment with me. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so they drive past the Forks Police Department, 
see a bunch mm -hmm. of cop cars and Dr. Cullen's car. So Whoa, Carlisle! They stop by and they find out that Waylon Forge was found dead lying in a boat. Earlier in the mm -hmm. movie, we also see people getting attacked by vampires. Well, we don't know they're vampires. We just we assume. assume. Uh, so, Bella goes home and starts reading about the cold one. Mm. And it's a vampire. Yes. She learns about a vampire. And she confronts Edward, and he's like, Yep, I'm a vampire. Cold skin. But you can't be with me because after they sprint up a mountain in the funniest scene in the movie. Oh, this is... This is when he said, you think you could outrun me? This is the skin of a killer, Bella. I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm he fast as fuck. literally does say I'm fast as Oh, God. You think you could fight me? You think I'm you a could killer. outrun me? Oh, God, I fucking love that scene. Relic is killer backwards. <sighs> um, so, so he says all that, and then the real reason why she can't be with him is he steps into the sun and he sparkles. Yes, this is the He shines bright like a diamond. And he's like, now I know you can't be with me. And she's like, I wonder if his dick sparkles too. <laughs> oh my god, what if it does though? Do you think it does? Be honest. I think it's two-toned. <gasps> I, like I think it's like a popsicle. Oh my god. One part sparkles, one part shimmers. Ooh. It's a magic eye. Ew. If you cross nope, your eyes I'm while out. looking at it, <laughs> a picture of a dartboard appears. Mm. Um, so he says that he never he, he has never wanted a human's blood as much as he wants hers um, and it's then he's, honestly so gross yeah he explains his history he was dying of the Spanish flu uh, for mm -hmm. those of you who don't know the Spanish flu was a pandemic uh, for those of you who don't know what a pandemic is look around we're in one yeah and then he, Carlisle turned him into a vampire. Um, Carlisle only turns people who are already dying, just yeah. to clarify. He's moral. Yes. A proud Confederate No, father. no, Carlisle's <laughs> not Confederate. That's true. Put some respect on Carlisle's name. He's British, name. sorry. Thank you. He's a, he, he's a different. Um, Put some respect on Carlisle's name. So... Their relationship passes to a point where Edward's like, fine, come home, meet the family. The Cullens don't eat, also. But, so, okay, confusion, because at the beginning of the movie, we see Rosalie clearly eating a carrot. America, yes. explain. Easy. She just likes the feeling of chewing. Mm. That satisfying crunch you get with a baby carrot. Ew, but okay. I'll accept it. Okay. So, invited over to um, her house, to his house, but then he says, sorry, complications, because Billy and Jacob show up at Bella's house, um, and then they have a stare down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both slow down in the street just to stare at each other. Yeah. It's very uh, interesting. And it's because Billy, Jacob and Billy, Billy especially, thinks that the Cullens did it because it looks like a vampire killing. Uh. So then the next day he brings her to the Cullen home. Beautiful house, outskirts of town, high ceilings, God. many windows. Not ideal for a vampire. 
I did tell Gage. Well, in this one, they don't burst into flames. They just sparkle. They just sparkle. That's true. So they can have as many windows as they want, which is kind of nice. But not beds. Does Edward not like to lie down? I know. I hate that he's like, oh, I don't sleep. I would hate to be a vampire because I would miss sleeping. Yeah. I'd miss I eating. Yeah. I probably would also be eating just to chew. Mm-hmm. Um, so to taste things. You could eat it and then spit it right back out. The, the Cullens, they're, they're super welcoming to Bella. Um, Alice is. Jasper is polite, but different, distant. Rosalie is not, though. She thinks that this relationship is going to end badly. Um, also, they, they made food for the first time in 100 years, and Bella turns him down. I would have killed her at that moment. Okay, Rosalie, calm down. Anyway. I probably would have pulled up Bella and like been like, oh, sorry, I defo thought we weren't going to be eating here. Didn't mm-hmm. want to make you guys all watch me eat. That seems kind of rude. Uh, so their relationship, it keeps growing. And then it's time for the most important scene in the movie. Do you hear that? Hold on. Hold Do you on hear that sound in the distance? I'm scared. What is it, Dan? Oh, it's a it's a guitar going down out, burn out. No, first we gotta hold on tight, Spider Monkey. Then sorry, it's okay. Oh, damn, Dan, if you had only seen this movie when you were younger, you'd have every scene memorized. (laughs) Gage literally said to me, "He's like, do you even need to watch this?" I was like, "No, but I kind of want to." Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you should be doing the the run through. Oh. (gasps) <gasps> the absolute shade coming from that end of the the computer right now. Um, so, hold on, Spider Monkey. We all mm-hmm. pause as we wipe a tear and give the Oscar uh, for that line alone. But then it's time for baseball. Thank God. This is the scene that truly deserves an Oscar. The bat flipping, the ball throwing. This is camp. This is camp. This is camp. This is, uh, it's so camp. This is the strangest game of baseball I've ever seen. I love it. I do enjoy this scene. This scene is fun. It's so over the top. And I mean this in the best way possible. So stupid. It's so it, stupid. What's the line Rosalie has? It's something like Emmett goes running, right? Yeah. And he grabs the ball and he runs into a tree and he gets the ball and she goes... That's my monkey, man. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not, honey. Uh, so, while they're playing baseball, having a grand old time, um, it, it does remind me of In the Room, how they like playing football, tossing the oh football around, just randomly. They just do it. Oh, um, God. You think this is random and out of place, Dan? Huh? Do you? What? Huh? So, uh, they meet rogue vampires who have been feasting on humans. Do you know Laurent, what are? Victoria, and James. Good job. Uh, Carlisle says, sure, you can join us in a game. Um, as they try to get Bella to safety, because these rogue vampires are like, mmm, lunch. Apparently Bella her. smells like so fucking good. Right? Like just so scrum. I can only imagine that she smells the way onions and oil in a pot smell. Mm. You know? <laughs> I do. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I've cooked before, yes. Mm. Um, I think that I have been told that I smell very good. 
I so I think she smells while, like so. me. Oh my fucking god. Okay. <laughs> Let's toot our own horn a little bit, Dan, huh? <sighs> so the wind shifts and James catches Bella's scent. And he goes, you brought a snack. He goes, something smells like onions on the stove. Yeah. So then, let's you just keep going. You don't think it's as funny as I do. I, I, I don't. <laughs> it's okay. I think it's hilarious. Nobody else needs to think so. Uh, so, Edward and Bella get out of there. Um, it is now the most exciting hunt ever. And now James won't stop until he halves her. Has this her. is halves her? You heard. Well, he wants to have her. Yeah, he wants to eat her. Yeah. This is literally, this movie screwed me up on vampire folklore because in this movie you just have to be bitten by a vampire to turn. That's but what in I reality, thought it was. Yeah, no. In, in, real, in real life, Dan. Oh, oh say, okay. You, <laughs> you have to be bitten while you have vampire blood in your system and you have to die. That seems like too many steps. Well, take it up with the vampires. The real life vampires. The real vampires? Yeah. Okay. I'll give them a call. Are yeah, they in the call phone the vampires. Book? Yeah. Uh, 1-800-VAMPIRE. That's the right number. That's the right number of characters for a phone number. So it would Done. Work. Uh, so the only way that Bella will be saved is if they can get James, rip him apart, and burn the pieces. Nice. No wooden stakes here. Um, Not a stake in sight. Yeah, so... Well, that's technically correct, though. I mean, you are supposed to, like, burn a vampire as one of the options. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Edward's plan is to, to get a ferry to Vancouver, but Bella needs to go home first. Uh, and they, they plan a ruse to get Bella in and out quick without her dad noticing. Um, so the ruse is that they broke up. And she needs to get away from there now. God, I would have pulled literally a Charlie and been like, what do you mean you have to leave? I'm literally so confused. She has to be, it's so heartbreaking how mean she is to her dad. I know, her dad seems like he really loves her and he missed her and he's happy she's back. Yeah. yeah. He's trying, he's trying his best. Mm -hmm. He hasn't had to do the whole father thing. No, he's been a bachelor for so long. Uh, Said to send a card on her birthday and give her a call every once in a while. Yeah. So she packs a night bag and gets in the truck and they drive away. Uh, but James has tracked him to the house and he's on the trail. Gasp. Uh, first off, at the Cullens' house, Laurent has shown up to warn them about James and Victoria because he's like, they fucking suck. Dude. He's a king, honestly. He is. He's got king energy. Why is he's he like, hanging out with the, them in the first place? But that's besides the point. Uh, so then, now the plan is for Alice and Jasper to drive south with Bella while Rosalie and Esme dressed in Bella's clothes make Classic. a trail through the woods. But it doesn't last long because James is smart. He ain't he gonna is. be duped. He's got like two brain cells, but he's smart. And they are rubbing together. They are. They're causing smoke to come out of his ears. So, James, he realizes what's going on. He changes course, and he's going to Phoenix. Specifically to a ballet studio in Phoenix, where Bella once took lessons. Oh, goodness. 
Um, so Jasper and Alice check him into a hotel, and Bella gets a call on her phone from her mom, who's worried about her. Uh, and then James is like, I'm your mom now, because he pops <laughs> in on the phone line. He's like, you want to you wanna go dance? You ever no. dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? No. No. Uh, so he got her Phoenix address from the high school and just arrived. And if he wants to say, if she wants to save her mother's life, she has to ditch Jasper and Alice and meet James in the old ballet studio. Oh God. What a weird gambit to pull. He could, he's in Phoenix. I assume she's got a pretty strong set to him. He could just find her from that. Take a big old sniff. You're going to have to chat it up with our our good friend Stephanie if you want an answer to that one. That's true. Uh, So Bella goes to the old studio. She finds out it was a trick. James got a movie from her house. And that was Renee's voice Bella was hearing. Mm -hmm. James taunts her further by threatening to film their first time together. Real rapey. Oh, yeah, wait. The way you worded that made me want to scream. Yeah, no, the this whole scene, this whole interaction between these two, it's very sexual assaulty. Our listeners cannot see, but I'm currently making a disgusted face because yeah. it, looking back, the scene ain't hidden. The math no. ain't mathin'. Uh, so, James, he's got the camera. He's a perv. And he's batting Bella around the room and he breaks her leg. Ouchie begouchie. Um, yeah. She also falls on a piece of glass, which later she pulls out of her leg. And I don't know if Bella has ever taken a safety course, but the first thing leave they it teach in, girl. you, leave it in. Leave it in, girl. It's plugging up the really? hole. She does not. She doesn't know. She. You're right, Dan. We would have survived. We would have. She needed the help of others to survive. We and we are both good smelling people, so the vampires would have found us. You're right. But we they would have survived. They would have had to pull my perfumes from my cold, dead hands. My deodorant is wonderful, and mm-hmm. that is the only smell that I put on because I don't mm-hmm. like cologne because mm-hmm. it's, I it's, love perfume. It's dumb. Oh, okay, that's a very. All I need is my opinion. old spice. I'm 94 years old. I was just gonna say you sound like an elderly person. <laughs> uh, so, Edward shows up. He got there faster than others because he's fast as fuck, boy. Fast as fuck, boy. Uh, and then they have a fight, break shit. James does manage to bite Bella on the arm. Uh, and then the other vampires show up. Alice races to Bella's side while the others fight. Um, a bunch of shit happens. Mm-hmm. Alice breaks James's neck. They start a fire over his body. Classic. Uh, Nobody stabs him with a stake because we don't do that in these parts. No. We're vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, Bella's artery has been severed and she's losing blood uh, and the vampire venom has started to affect her. I mean... Maybe what they should just do? let her turn, you know? Right? She'd be like, eh, it's too late now, my dudes. I know the song hadn't come out yet, but I am reminded of a Panic at the Disco tune. If you love me, let me go! Is that the one? That's the one. I love that song. No, I was actually reminded of, hey, look, Ma, I made it. No. Oh, God, (laughs) please tell me that's not true. No, of course I was thinking that. Um, So Edward has the choice. Let the change happen or suck out the venom. Nice. 
So he goes and he won't let the change happen, even though Alice has seen a vision of Bella becoming a vampire. Um, so he sucks it out, even if it means he might not be able to stop sucking. And I'm reminded of Jolly Ranchers. Just keep sucking. Mm-hmm. I choked on one of those once, fun fact. Oh. Did you die? Yeah. Yes. Congrats. Thanks. I'm a ghost. <laughs> so Bella wakes up. She's in a hospital. Her mom's at her side. And Edward is asleep. Wink, wink. 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 Oh. Wink. In a chair. What a, what a cheeky boy. He's, he's doing so He's closing his eyes. He's resting his eyes. Yeah. And Bella's like, what happened? I don't remember. And she says that she fell down two flights of stairs and then fell out a window. God, she probably should be dead if that's the case. It's Not a, to be rude, but leg. also. The story is believable because Bella is a very clumsy and awkward person. Uh, so her mom leaves to get Charlie, uh, her dad, who's waiting in the cafeteria. Then Edward wakes up. He says they took care of James. Victoria ran off. Um, but he wants Bella to move to Jacksonville with her mom so she can't be hurt by anyone in association with him. You can't be with me because I'd cause too much pain. It's the Spider-Man uh, gambit. It's why Spider-Man can't date Mary Jane because they cause all the damage in the first movie. I'm fucking tired, bitch. And Bella says, mm-hmm. no, I want that sparkly two-tone dick a sparkly dick <laughs> so then they go to prom together it's beautiful it's james bond themed it's she's wearing yeah. tennis shoes and a sweater to prom there's gambling going on mm-hmm. there's an iron and wine song playing oh i actually love that song so much uh and then he says they got their father or, or Jacob's father, who she sees there. Jacob, who's just hanging out in the parking lot like all the cool kids do. Mm -hmm. uh, he says that he wants her to break up with Edward and says that his dad says, we'll be watching you. And Bella just laughs. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, and then later as they're dancing in the gazebo, mm -hmm. uh, he says, why didn't you let me turn? If I just let the venom spread, I could be like you forever and he's like isn't one lifetime together good enough what if we don't last a lifetime what if i dump your ass you know yeah. what i'm saying this is a real not even a may to december romance this is like a december 1st to december 15th romance very sure somebody want oh I thought that was meant to describe age differences because someone once described me and Gage as that. They were like, oh, so you have a May-December romance with that guy. I was like, no, he's only six months older than me. And they were like, <laughs> so it's a December, late December romance. And I was like, yep. Uh, so then she wants to be, she says she wants to be with him forever and offers him her neck. Ew. And then they kiss. They're really weird-ass gross. If you saw this, it'd probably be like, what the fuck are they I doing? Mean, there's a lot of gross stuff going on at prom, you know? I I, I probably would have been focused on something else. Our People prom wasn't... The, the actual dance wasn't that gross. Oh. It would have been all the stuff good. after. Uh, but anyway... Yeah. In a window overlooking the gazebo, Victoria watches the kiss. Turns mm -mm -mm. away... Let's down her hair, 
smiles, and then we get a jump scare into the credits. It's, it's not even a jump Dan. They just start. <sighs> okay. And then after that, it's when my time comes. Lincoln Park. And then finally decode by Paramore. And, and then it's over. Here, I used to So that's okay, Twilight. we must have we must have gla- glazed over it, but the shirt that I had that I bought at uh, Hot Topic on the front had a picture of Bella and Edward and said, and so the lion fell in love with the lamb. And on Stupid the back it had lamb. the thing where Bella goes, like, there were three things I was sure of. And the last one's like, I was completely and irrevocably in love with Edward Cullen or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So in case you were curious, that's what I was serving. The full quote of the lion and lamb thing mm-hmm. is. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb. What a stupid lamb. What a sick masochistic lion. Mm. Poetry. So yeah, that's Twilight. This is my first time watching it. And it lived up to my expectations. Did you More than fun? anything, I hated how this was shot. Yeah, it's a poorly shot movie, if I'm being entirely honest with you. I think, big think, I can't remember. I think they switched directors after this. They did. There's a different director yeah. for each one, except for the last two. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, I, I I was reading, like, other reviews of it, and somebody was like, the cinematographer showed up on set and was like, if I have to use a tripod, I'm going to kill myself. There is Me e- at work everything every day. is handheld and like at a forty-five degree Dutch angle for oh no reason. They shoot the whole movie like a horror movie, including the romance stuff. So it's got this oh. awful feeling of like not even dread, but like they're filming the wrong movie. That's such a mood, though. Everything is shot without a <laughs> tripod. If I have to use a tripod, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> oh my uh, god, that's funny. And, like, I-, I can tell that Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart did not like making these movies. Because yeah. I would they say in. they are putting 10% effort in, mm-hmm. 20% maybe. They phone it so bad. Do you think that they ever actually dated, be honest? Cause I'm, I do, because they were together I for, like, four it. years. I don't think I believe it. I think that they were just friends. I think they did. Maybe they kissed once as a joke and it got out of hand. What if we said that we were dating and kept it going for four years? LMAO, <laughs> let's do it. Let's see how long people believe us. I do like how our former president was so involved in their relationship. He what? He, would, he tweeted about it many times. He was big Team Robert. Oh? Not a fan of Kristen. Uh, so. Uh, you, <laughs> I'm glad I brought that up. Um, watching it again, what do you think? Loved it. It's a terrible movie. I loved it. <laughs> Gage and I were practically quoting the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, fun fact, Gage's father, this is one of his favorite guilty pleasure movies. Really? 
Actually, I think it might not even be a guilty pleasure. I think he just likes it. Um, yeah, so Gage has seen it many, many, many times, as have I, but that's because I just love this movie. So we were quoting it most of the time and just, like, making fun of it, and it was just as cheesy as I remember, but it's it's fun. I mean, come on. As it is adult, fun. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's so, it, it moves past eye-rollingly dumb into, like, mm-hmm. throwing popcorn at the screen dumb. Oh, yeah. As an adult, I think I just watch it for the the memes, mm-hmm. you know. Unfortunately, you, I don't have those memes. I know. So I'm, I'm really making them up as they go. And let me tell you, this didn't ruin my night last night, but it wasn't fun watching it. Did Anna like it? Had she watched of it course. before? Oh my god, she was quoting it. She's Good. on your train. Thank She's God. I'm so glad. She was big on it when it came out. Of course she was. She was a Good. teenage girl. I had to make sure. Not to stereotype, but absolutely a stereotype. No, you can stereotype with this. I mean, I feel like it's safe to say I think that all teenage girls had a Twilight phase, and if they say they didn't, they're lying. <laughs> Especially from 2008 to 2012. Oh, yeah, that was prime. Yeah. That was prime Twilight time. Prime. That was um, Twilight was so big. It was. It like, truly I- was. I'm sure that people like I, I'm. I'm sure that the teens today know what Twilight is, but mm-hmm. it was of like movie franchises. Mm-hmm. It went Harry Potter and then Twilight. Oh, I definitely agree with you. I think stuff that, that was coming out at that time. Yeah, I think Harry Potter was number one, but Twilight was not far behind for a lot yeah. of people, which is crazy to even be saying. Because you think, oh, Harry Potter, there's nothing else like it. But for a lot of people, Twilight was almost, almost, almost there. Mm-hmm. And also, so Twilight and the MCU started at functionally the same time. They both came out in 2008, their first films. Mm-hmm. For when Twilight was still releasing movies, it was bigger than Marvel. We've had this discussion before, Dan. Teenagers, specifically teenage, teenage girls, girls, run the market for everything. They, they control the music market. They control the movie market. They control everything. They control our banking system. Practically. They elect our politicians. It, teenage yeah. girls are surprisingly conservative. <laughs> um, high school Anna who thought she was a conservative is calling and she wants you to redact that joke uh, I made some mistakes it's fine you've grown you couldn't vote then let's not forget when I voted um, I voted Republican in the school election because I thought Michelle Obama was going to take my snacks away from the plunge room <laughs> you you joke, but that's how many people in real life vote. So, well, then they voted like an uneducated sixteen-year-old. You've described ninety percent of the American populace. I'm just saying. Anyway, welcome back to In Conclusion, a political podcast. No. Today we're talking about sanctions. Um, I got some trivia for you. Hit me! I'm so ready. At the Cullens' house, when Bella goes over for the first time, um. One mm-hmm. of the characters is wearing gloves because they break the ball. Oh, of Rosalie! The yeah, yes, Rosalie, Rosalie. Had cut her hands open when they first shot it. Yes, the Gage. 
Yes, I heard that from Gage. Uh-huh. I'm sorry for ruining the surprise. I oh, think that's fine. another he reason. Everything. I was just going to say, I think that's another reason why you guys are arch nemesises. Nemeses. Nemeses. Yes, that's the one. And nemeses is because. Nemeses. Yes, because Gage tells me the trivia. And if you two were underwater plants, you'd just stare at each other angrily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as soon as Robert Pattinson was cast, he moved to Oregon and began working on his character. He worked oh. out five hours a day with a trainer learning to fight, how he to play what? baseball, and do stunts. He also know how learned to play how to drive, and he got an Oregon driver's license. And for a few weeks before filming began, he didn't talk to anyone to try and feel isolated. You know, sometimes I think back to when I was little and how I was like, I'd love to be a professional actor. I'm too weak. <laughs> I would miss people. I would want to talk to someone. My trainer would be like, time to work out for five hours. And I'd be like, no. And like, that just ain't it, my dude. I would just be so sad. Don't do that then. It's called acting. Just Amen. act. Um, Robert Pattinson, this was his first American role, so he had to figure out how to do an American accent. Pretty good. Yeah, that reads. He did pretty good. Pretty decent. Uh, the movie was shot in 48 days. Pretty quick. At, in the cafeteria scene where Bella drops an apple and Edward fucking bicycle kicks it back up. Yeah. Took 13 takes. Yes. Yes. And they did I know it that I kind he, he ended up recreating the image of the book cover. Yes, with the prayer hands, where you catch things and your hands are in a prayer shape, mm-hmm. like you're holding a bird instead of a freaking apple. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard was offered the role of Victoria, but she turned it down, and then she took it again when the third movie came out. I was gonna say only to freaking accept it again. She thought the role was too small, and then when it was more beefy. She took it. Ew. Ew, I don't like that you called it more boof- more beefy. More, more boofy. Beefy. Yeah. Um, Haley Williams of Paramore, which mm-hmm. you may know from the song Airplanes by B.O.B. featuring Haley Williams of Paramore. I'm all too familiar with that song. It's on TikTok now, and I know it's a joke about some weird shit, but that yeah. song was actually popular back in the day, I'll have you know. I sound Super like I'm drunk popular. the way I just slurred all my words. I'm not drunk, just enraged. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. <laughs> uh, so, she was a big fan of the books, and she wrote Decode just for the movie, and Catherine Hardwick loved it. That reads. Yeah. It's a great song. It's better than How the movie. How old do you think Haley Williams was when 17. the movie came out? She was 20. Oh. What are we doing with so our confident. lives? She's 33 years old. She's also beautiful and talented. And again, yes. I just don't think I have the emotional stamina to be doing professional True. stuff. You know, <laughs> I, need to I, lie down. I get so tired. Henry Cavill was Stephanie Meyer's first choice to play Edward. Oh God, I wish. I was gonna say I was gonna be I was ready to remind you of who he was. No, I know okay. exactly who he is. This is uh, a Witcher household, Dan. Okay, he he did not look 17 years old enough. Mm, that's because he's hot. Yeah. Uh, the script, it may surprise you, was written in only six weeks. That doesn't surprise me at all, Dan. <laughs> no, there were no revisions made. 
This class, this uh, script was not taken to a script writing class where somebody said, I bet you thought this project was going to be easier than it is, because that's definitely what they would have said if they read this script, okay? Mm-hmm. I would know. I had that written on my script that I worked really, really hard on, so. Y-I-K-E-S. Edward drives a Volvo C30, your dream car. Mm-mm-mm. I wanted one so bad, baby. Now I'm just going to keep driving rogues till I die, but... Uh, and then Stephanie Meyer also wanted Tom Welling to play Emmett Cullen. He was Superman on Smallville. Oh. Hmm. So why she wants Superman to play all these roles so bad? I don't know. All these supermen. Okay, this is actually my last piece of trivia. Kristen Stewart smiles 35 times over the course of the movie. That's it? That's it. I mean... That's more than I thought. Don't work out more than you have to, Queen. I get it. <laughs> Anna, would this movie be better, worse, or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? As There's no room the, for him in this work columns? of art. I don't even want to hear what role. There's no room for him in this work of art. I wouldn't change the casting one bit. If somebody held the gun to my head and said, change one actor in Twilight, kill me, I guess. This movie's perfect. I'd change one. I'd have Bryce Dallas Howard as Victoria. She'll come up later. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a surprise tool we'll use later. <laughs> um, <sighs> I don't... It'd be the same if George Clooney was in it as... No, I want George Clooney as Edward. I want really? 40-something-year-old George Clooney playing high schooler Edward. Oh, God. I was going to say Carlisle, but okay, go as on. Car- I, I mean... I, in my mind, it'd be better, but it would be worse because it would lose whatever weird-ass touch this movie has. Because George Clooney is... He has too much gravitas. He's too handsome for his he own good. He is too handsome. He couldn't play her dad. Mm-mm. Actually, he could. I wouldn't believe that father, he was... I absolutely believe he could play an absentee father. But I wouldn't believe that he, you know, doesn't have anyone else in his life. He's too That's handsome. Fair. That's true. Um, on a scale of one to five spider monkeys, what do you give this movie? Five. Jesus. For for the mems, honestly. Oh my gosh. And for the okay. experience I had when I first saw it in the theater, which was running home to tell my mom how utterly life-changing it was. I can't even <laughs> believe I'm telling you that. And I wish I was kidding. But I went to this movie and I was like, it's about vampires. And my mom was like, are you sure you're not going to be scared? And I was like... I really want to go while the other girls are going. It's like a huge group trip. And I went. I came out. I Like I said, I went in a girl. Changed I came woman. out a woman. I'm glad that this awoke you. It did. Whatever it awoke. It awoke embarrassment. <laughs> All it did is make me tired. So tired. I give it a one and a half. Oh, what? And a lot of it is because it's a technical nightmare. Well, I yeah, it's ugly well, and if bad. If it was filmed, if it was shot better, I'd probably like it more. It'd be a two and a half. But it is so painful Don't to worry. actually watch the scenes. They get better. This one's just cheesy. They get better. That's what they said about bullying, and it just got worse. Okay, let me just say, when I say it gets better, there's an asterisk after that, just so you know. <laughs> okay. By it gets better, I mean more people take their shirts off, okay? Is okay, that... actually, that is better. There you go. I'm more men it. take their shirts off. Yeah, Clarification. I, I, I Hot people are fun to look at. 
Thank you, Dan. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Man or woman? Are you kidding? Amen. I don't get the people like, oh god, no, I'm not gonna look at a like a shirtless man. Are you kidding me? No, if somebody's hot, I want to see him. I want to see what I'm up against. Mm-hmm. Right? I'd love to be Henry Cavill. I want to see what I'm up against. Exactly. I'm hotter, but still. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's very confident of you. Sorry, Dan. Put me and Henry Cavill in a room. Identical twins. Two twins. I couldn't tell you apart. Right? Exactly. Oh, um, Lord. So that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. You're going to be shocked to find out that we'll be back next week. And we're going to be talking about New Moon. Ooh, I cannot freaking wait. Oh, Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? I'm going to pause and give that a standing ovation like I give Nicole Kidman before AMC movies. Good, you should, because that's honestly one of the best lines in that movie. But I think this is the movie where an embar- another Anna embarrassing fact is coming out. So. Ooh, I'm excited for that. You might already actually know this fact. And I recently had to share it with someone who doesn't know me quite as well as you do. Uh-huh. And it was an, an awkward silence followed. Like, they looked at me like they couldn't believe it. So. Well, tune in to figure out what Anna's secret is. It's not even this really a secret, but okay. Um, <laughs> if you want to support In Conclusion, you can do so on Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 and on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna Otto, where Dan. are you? Where are you? I are you I... on Twitter? Yes. Instagram. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Prime818, or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for Apple, capital B for Bots, capital R for Bowling, O and Rolling, O and Out are zeros. Mm. Is it that as sexually as possible? Mm, where the hell have you been, Loka? Mm-mm-mm. Right here on my couch, eating pulled pork and mac and cheese for dinner like I do every day. Every day? Not every day. That's just what I No. <laughs> uh, so tune in next week for New Moon. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Uh, bye-bye. If you tune in next week, maybe I'll leak a picture of me from my Twilight era on our socials. Oh, God. Please Tweet at me if you want it to happen. Okay, bye! <laughs> I know how you are. You and Dan get on the air and you gossip for an hour and then you start recording.